Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation that is meant to help you relax, de-stress, and who knows, even fall asleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. Thank you for listening and all the emails that we've been getting and thank you to those who've said they, they're really happy to see that they can get ad-free episodes. So if you're interested in uh, subscribing to get ad-free episodes for $3 Canadian a month, you can do that. Just go to our show notes and, uh, you know, tomorrow, whenever you're out of bed, and you can just click on the link and it'll show you how to do that. Along with me, your host... Joining me is Amanda Barker. Hi, I'm back. Amanda, one of our listeners from Georgia, mm. the state of Georgia, was wondering. It was like the state or the country? The, it was the state of mm-hmm. Georgia, I think. I'm pretty Love sure it was the state. state. Yeah. We've, we've had great times oh my gosh. in Georgia. We have to go back because it's been a little while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. As they say. Decatur. Yeah, Decatur. Was, but, oh, but, hon, also Savannah. Oh, Savannah's so Remember? beautiful. If you get a chance to go to Savannah, go to Savannah. That's the worst. How does that sentence end? Don't go. It's the worst. I'm the worst sort of um, slogan. But Savannah is gorgeous in ways I cannot even describe. They have little, little squares with gorgeous homes all around the squares. Yeah, that's right. And what you call piazzas. Yeah, little tiny piazzas. Like a fountain surrounded by. Benches. I also call them squares. I don't go around to places saying piazza this and piazza mm, that. I feel that you do, though, having traveled with you. <laughs> I so don't. You do. You say that. You know. You know what I mean. The little piazza. Do I say? You do say. Do it. I say Saint Philip Square or do I say or do I say Saint Philip Square? Nathan Philip Square or do I say Nathan Phillips Piazza? I just want to say we got called out for being too laughy and energetic. It's true. It's by true. a listener, and you're the one doing all the laughing. I'm trying to be very grounded and energetic, you're, even though you do call them piazzas, and I don't know what Saint Philip's. Square or Nathan pi- Phillips Square. Oh, okay. Do I call it Nathan Phillips Piazza? You do now. Okay. <laughs> well, Nathan Phillips Square, for those wondering, is uh, a square here in Toronto. That, I thought that... we were talking about Georgia. I love Georgia. Why do we make it all about us again? It's true. Tell me about Georgia. Tell me sure. about 
what you love about peaches Georgia. and pecans. Oh yes, or pecans, but I say pecans. I love both those things. <laughs> yeah. Sweet tea. Yeah, that's all south. I know, but sweet tea. Put a little south in your mouth. For those of you who are in the south who drink sweet tea, I try to make sweet tea like you make it in the south, but I just can't. I would like to know people's recipes for oh. sweet tea, actually. Call to action. Yeah, I would love to know people's recipes because I'm far too New Englander to get it right. And really, I just throw a tea bag in some water throw it in my fridge and hope for the best but I know that's not the right way to do it most people say there's like you put it out in the sun you brew it in the sun so it's a nice slow brew other people put sugar some people put lemon we just don't have the sun the same sun no you'd put it in this it'd be frozen well right now it would be be, but, but even in the summer I feel like the sun is different in different places also, I wouldn't leave food out in this city because it would become raccoon, raccoon yeah. fodder. Yeah. The beasts that control our city. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, I've, I've heard different things over the years about how people make their homebrew iced tea. In fact, I even saw um, recently we were watching a home renovation show, that one where they all compete where they give them four sort of cookie-cutter houses. Yeah, it's called... R- it's rock, called Rock the Block. Rock I didn't know block. if we were going to call it out. We'll call it out. Uh, it's a nice relaxing we, we, show. We enjoy it. I love I love a good season of Rock the Block. I really do. Uh, and there's some new faces on there. So I realize I don't watch enough HGTV anymore because I didn't know barely any of the people competing. And they're the stars. The st- I feel like HGTV... And also, what's the food one? Food channel? Food Food network or something. And I know sure. I'm speaking to like very specific because not everyone has the same networks around the world. It should also be known that Amanda has been a big proponent of fix-it shows yes. for a long while. Yes. And I feel like you've kind of, for the last little bit, the pendulum has swung oh. from... Those fix-it shows on HGTV or the, you know, Canadian and American versions of that show. And it swung to UK fix-it and building shows because you've been watching a lot. I didn't realize that this was the evolution. So Amanda watches this show. That's true. I don't even know the name of it because the host, (laughs) when the host starts speaking... It will immediately put me to sleep. You it's never make it past the opening theme thing. So for friends who listen to the podcast who who are on my sort of journey and are like, the Golden Girls work for them, mm. um, other shows, Martha Stewart works for them, I think this particular show may work for so you. So the show, you don't even know the, the name of it because you don't even stay awake to find out what it's called. Yes. And like a lot of British shows, well, I was talking about Rock the Block. We'll get back to it. But like a lot of British shows, um, it has like an opening with a calm British voice and calm British scenery and calm music. And the host has really bushy eyebrows. And I'm not saying really? that. I don't find them that of, bushy. They're kind of, they've got a bushiness to them. I mean, I that's think the only, I think they're ample. That that's the only way. I don't even think I think that's you. You 
I don't think you could describe what he looks like because you're asleep by the time he shows up. You don't make it past the first. I don't even know the name of the show. All I know okay. is that host, because you watch several yeah. UK-based fix-it and build shows. Why don't we say the name of the show? I, what I'm trying to say is I don't know the name You've of the show. You've said that several times, but you're not allowing me to say the name of the show. I know, but I was going to say the only way I know it's that show is because of the, the host has bushy eyebrows. But you don't even stay. I don't. I think in your dream version he has bushy eyebrows because you're not awake to even see him. I see him on the beginning. He talks about building a snail thing. That's all. <laughs> that's that's all I know. They make a snail bathroom yeah. with a curved sort of uh, shower outdoor. What shower. is the name of the show? It's called. I believe it's called My Unique. B and B. Okay. I think that's what it's called. And if I get the premise right from the little that I've watched, this gentleman with the bushy eyebrows goes onto people's properties and he'll take a shed or some dilapidated school bus that they have on the property and turn it into an Airbnb. Mostly you have it right. I mean, okay. what happens is they say, we have this old sailboat that's just been sitting in a back garden. Because they call yards gardens. Is that your? Is that your? My British? really bad British accent. Mm. A confluence of many different areas of Britain, and uh, and they'll be like, we really think it has potential. And so he comes like onto their property. And one thing I've learned about this show, yes, is that British people a good scenery when they're like, wow, the scenery. It's usually a field. I think it's usually a field and everyone's going crazy for this beautiful scenery and you're well, like, but it's a field. Here's but what, we have so many fields. Here's what I think, Amanda, before mm-hmm. you offend our British listeners. <laughs> and th- their fields. And their fields. I think the the majest the majesty of those fields mm. are not captured. Yeah, you're right. And when they when they take the um British pixelation and they put it to uh, North American screens, Mm -hmm. it loses some of the clarity that they see in the UK. Because they're very green there, right? Well, it's gorgeous. Like the the greenery and the the rolling hills and that is so serene. Yeah. I think it doesn't translate uh, to, to what we see on the screen to what they're describing are two different I also things. just think it might be a bit of a different sensibility too because we have so many open patches of land here that we just look at a field and go okay, whatever, are they growing corn or soy? Like, it's either a farm or it's not. But to us, like, a beautiful view would be mountains and or water. So say you. Yeah, so say me, for sure. But I don't know, like, if, for example... Clearly Amanda has problems with fields. No, it's just I grew up around them, so I think I have no love or respect the way other countries might. That's fair all. Fair enough, fair enough. That's all. But get back to the program, not, not the scenery. Well, I wasn't and even I talking about the British programs. I was talking about Rock the Block, which is very different. I take umbrage with the fact that you say garden is not backyard. Is that what you said about the Brits call it The garden? Brits call any any green space, what I've noticed from these shows, please correct me if I'm okay. wrong, but... They seem to call everything the garden. They'll say in the back garden. That's great. Or let's check out the garden. Love and it. even on House Hunters International, when you have Americans, they'll they'll call a backyard a garden. But we don't call it that. We call it a backyard. We call it a yard. Fair enough. P- a garden would be either a flower garden. True. 
or a vegetable, a vegetable garden, garden sure. but just grass in the back would not be garden or I know, but I love or it. manicured things. There's something really elegant would about not be saying a garden. the garden, go to the garden. No, it's beautiful yeah. than the yard. I should mention that Amanda and I watch House Hunters International when I'm on the the bicycle and you're on the treadmill. Well, I mean, that was my it's my treadmill show of choice because I can I don't have to be fully engaged. It's a perfect like 24 minutes or something like that, whatever it is, so that it's like a perfect amount of time where I can get a good sweat on. And I'm on the bicycle. What do you call those bikes? Like stationary a stationary bike. bike yeah. yeah. And I'm cycling through yeah. various cities and, and countrysides throughout the world. Today but, we were in Paris. Yes, we were. And we love the woman. This is going to be very, very specific, but the woman who... <laughs> so if you, if you get a chance, if you want to see the most compelling real estate agent on those this house hunters... the best. So it's on House Hunters International. Watch any of pretty much any of the Paris, I think any of the, a lot of the France, but any of the Paris episodes, if you go back and whatever, whatever, whoever provides you your House Hunters International content, whatever country or state your province you're in, um, this woman, Adrian, is amazing. We love her. We love her. How great would it be if we got Adrian on the podcast? That would be, and she could talk to you, but I mean, she just... I, I feel like I know so much of Paris about her. From like, her. From her, yeah. yeah. Like, I know that, like, you're never going to get the Marais with your budget. She lives in the Marais. It, yes, she does. But, I mean, it's Paris. And, and usually what happens is you have some somebody, usually Americans, who are like, this this kitchen is awful. There's no stove. It's this fridge. I can barely fit anything. And she's like, what do you want? You're in Paris. You're in the Marais. You're in the Marais, or you're in Pigalle, or you're in the Fifth Arrondissement. Can we get her on the podcast and you and her record a podcast? No, together? I'd go crazy. There would be nothing relaxing. It would just be me fangirling her. I love Adrian from Paris, House Hunters International. I would love to pitch a show that's just her, real estate in Paris. I would, I would watch a show with Adrian. This is how much I have, like, Love this woman. I've looked her up. She's from New Orleans. Originally, right? And yeah. now she lives in Paris. Imagine a show where Adrian just helps you buy real estate. Because what, what I love about Adrian. And, and she doesn't like any of your choices, and you never have the budget she wants you to have, no matter what. Adrian, t- the reason we love Adrian, and Adrian, I hope you end up listening to this oh podcast. Oh, God. I go crazy. Um, she tells it like it is. She doesn't mince her words. Yeah, that's why I love her. She, she really like lays it on the line. Mm-hmm. And... You know, there's this expectation. People go to Europe and they expect to see what they have in their backyard in a different country. And it's like, if no. you're in Paris... And definitely not in France. If you're in Paris, things are going to be a bit different than when... That's what makes Paris wonderful. She wears a lot of red. She wears berets. She delivers all the best Parisian content that my American soul needs. Fair enough. Adrian from House Hunters International. Can we go back to Rock the Block? Because I don't want... I <laughs> All don't want, roads begin I, and end with Rock the Block. I don't want our listeners who may not be familiar with the show okay. to say they started talking about Rock the Block it's and true. then go back there. And the whole thing that brought me into Rock the Block was the concept of sweet tea. True. And I'll get to that. Okay. So Rock the Block 
now in its third season, is a show where all the stars from other home renovating or flipping or real estating or all three shows come together and they each get a house. Each team gets a house and An there's identical four houses, house, right? Yeah, yeah, an identical house that I guess HGTV or whatever has built, all very close to each other. Kind of like a like weirdly close to each other. They're they're kind of like almost completely built, but not a hundred percent. They're builder basic. Great, there built. you go. They're builder basic, so they all have the same layout. They'll have a full kitchen in them. They're not furnished, but right. they'll have their bathrooms, their kitchen, their bedrooms. So. Uh, I just need to say, I feel like HGTV is like what the golden, like the golden age of Hollywood was like in the thirties when they had like, you know how like you do a contract with MGM or you do a contract with Fox and you're a young starlet and you get a contract to do 10 movies. And I feel like that's what it's like with HGTV. They have their kind of like stable of stars and uh, the food one too. For people who are wondering what HGTV is, in case you you're you're new to it, it stands for House and Garden Television. So HGTV Home and Garden Home and Garden House or House and Garden. And Maybe then it's home. Food the Food Network, and I think they're all owned by the stands same. for the Food Network. <laughs> and I think they're all owned by the same people, but they're the same thing. Like oh, are they owned by the same people? I think so. Yeah. Oh really? I think so because I know their magazines are tied, and yes, I get. Their magazines. I just want to I say. I get both of their magazines. That, That's the, how much of an addict I When am. the Canadians do their version of a food show that the Americans do, it's never as good. I wish it was. With the exception of Canadian Baking Show, which I do yeah, enjoy. Yeah, the great Canadian Baking Show is marvelous. Wonderful. Marvelous. And the hosts are wonderful, and we know them and love them. And uh, the content is great, and it, for me, delivers. So, um, but the Food Network... Yeah, it's the same thing where you see the same chefs. They're the judge on this show, and then they come and they compete on this show. Right. And so it becomes like this star system of like, I have my three-year contract with, I have no idea. This is just what I'm imagining. It's oh, I like, see. You, you're building a star system at, at HGTV in your mind. Yes. Okay. And I know that I'm out of the loop because this season's Rock the Block. Why? I didn't know any of these stars. Um, so there's twins that have a show where they stage the house. Yes, they don't look like twins. But they are for real twins. So they have to constantly tell you. They're known as the twins. They're constantly reminding you that they're twins because they don't look like twins. That's what makes All me. their little sound bites are like, we're sisters. Um, so that's one. Then there's a guy, two guys that do really micro-budget homes. In Detroit. Home renovations in Detroit. There's And they're a little bit avant-garde with their designs, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. And then, from what I gather, and then there's, wow, we're really deep dive on Rock the Block. There's uh, a couple that's like... Her name is Egypt, and she's really cool. Oh, I was thinking the other ones. Yeah, Egypt and... Her husband. Her husband, I guess. And she's always kind of yelling at him a little bit, and he's always like... They do... I think she used to do property versions way back in the day. That's... But now, where she like was a real estate agent and got homes for she's people. my favorite. But I think oh is she, yeah, she's great. I, I think she's great. They're I'm amazing. Just, uh, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. But I like her concepts and her designs. I just, so she, I think their whole show is I'm the real estate agent. My husband builds things, and yeah. then we buy and we flip. I think that's their show. 
and uh, none of these are the actual names, by the way. And then the other ones are, I think they're like the farmer. We have a big family. Oh, yeah. We might. But, well, you're, but you're there's, no, but there's a whole aspect of HGTV because of Chip and Joanna Gaines where it's like wholesome. There's like a we hope y'all have your happily ever after like that okay. kind of thing. Sure. And that appeals to a certain sector of the audience. So it's a lot of they do a lot of farmhouse, which is Chip and Joanna Gaines pretty much created the modern farmhouse movement, which is a whole thing. Are they munching on Chip and Joanna Gaines farmness? Munching on. Like taking a bite out of their I think they're yes anding. I think they're okay. building on the Magnolia tradition, I which see. is Chip and Joanna Gaines's company uh and all that. Anyway. By the way, Waco, Texas is where Chip and Joanna Gaines are. Fair enough. So these are the four couples. The twins, the d- Detroit micro-budget avant-garde dudes. Egypt and her husband. I can't figure out if they're a couple. Uh, Egypt and her husband. We flip ho- houses in Jersey. I think they're Jersey. And then we're... we're Farmhouse flippers. Is that what they're called? I think it's called farmhouse flippers. Yeah, I think we it, have a big family, and y'all, we have love, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So those are the four, and uh, each week it's a different challenge. So it's like each week they do a different room in the house, yeah, and they have a budget. They have an all-in budget of like 150, and they they I think de- it's 250. They can determine how much of the budget they spend. 250,000, yeah, in the kitchen. You could or, spend none or all, or I mean, you'd probably do right whatever a fraction. And then if they win their challenge, they get extra money. Wow, it's a deep dive. Right. All this to say, the twins this week put in an, a sweet tea station because oh, they're right. in um, North Carolina or South Carolina. South Carolina, I think, is where the houses are. Okay. So that's that's what made me think of it. It's near Charlotte. The houses are near Charlotte. South Carolina, right? Um, I think Charlotte's South Carolina. I thought it was North Carolina. Oh, no. oh this is the worst because we, we were just there not – a year, I don't know, maybe two years ago. Let's see who's going to win. I want to say this. So it's like a five-episode series. and It's I'm, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. And Amanda and I watched it. We've watched the seasons before. And it's a lovely thing to do on a Saturday morning while mm-hmm. you're having your tea and your mm-hmm. scone. So we watched the first episode. And then I went to do some work. And little, t- little, little... Little behold, Amanda has watched the entire second episode without me. Oh, I didn't realize you were that attached to it. I watched all the other episodes with all the other this seasons is why, with this you. This is the part of the of our episode where people might not be able to sleep because because we're fighting. Well, I'm not fighting. I'm just. I'm You're just. Like you are. I'm just calling you out. I didn't realize you were that attached to Rock the Block. I didn't even think you wanted to watch it. The only thing about Rock the Block that gets under my skin is the host yells a bit too much. Wow. Ty Pennington. Sometimes I'll watch it with Amanda and I'll fall asleep halfway he through does it. yell, yeah. And then Amanda, I'll wake up and she'll tell me what happened and I'll catch up for the reveal. He just screams at them. Yeah. So sometimes the screaming. One, one time he was one of the, I think they each had like, one year they had like helper designers right. and he was one and he just wanted to rip down walls and do crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, his, his aesthetic He's is like dumb. old the OG HGTV because he was trading spa- trading places right. trading spaces trading spaces he was the original carpenter which on just to, to bring it back to our British friends mm. trading space spaces was originally a British show and the British one was so much better remember so because much the British one they 
they wouldn't always like the rooms. They'd be very honest. They were honest. The American one, even when the room was hideous, and it often was, because some of those rooms were, like one time they put hay and glued hay on the wall. Like you do that, you do that to to hurt someone's feelings. You don't do that to make a, a room those beautiful. Those trading, oh, that's my talk. Those trading spaces, designers made some bold, like strong and wrong man. They just right. went for it. Um, you know, we're going to do a circus room or whatever. No. So, but the British one, they would come in and be like, it's awful. No, I hate it. Like, they would just come in and hate it. Now, let me ask you this. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch the original, original Frank Villa show? I don't even remember what it was called. Frank Villa's Home or something? This Old House? This Old House. My parents, this is how I know I come by it, honestly. My parents loved that show. I think it took place in Boston and around Boston. I think so. I think that's where he's from. And uh, so it was on PBS. It was on every Sunday morning, I think. My parents loved it, would watch it, and I thought it was the most boring, boring thing I had ever seen. You couldn't have tortured me more than putting on this old house. Right. And And now now, that's all I watch. It's like coffee, right? As a child, you won't have coffee. It's an it's a taste you grow into. So can I just say this? Mm. I've we've mentioned it on the podcast before that Amanda loves her magazines. I do, and she has a lot of home design magazines. I do. I believe you even have the HGTV magazine. I do. I've gone back and forth with it, but now I'm fully committed. And then when you go and you think, wow, Amanda, who's my wife, enjoys a lot of magazines, which I'm totally I supportive. Like you have to tell everyone halfway through that I'm your wife, well, some just people, in case that changed some from people, the beginning of the podcast. Some people um, catch the podcast like mid-season, so they don't, they don't right. necessarily know. But so, spoiler alert: We're married. We're married. Twelve years in. So, Amanda loves her magazines, and I'm and I I kind of love that you love those magazines because we'll get magazines in the mail, and it's, I love getting mail. It's more fun than bills. Anyway, so Amanda mm. has a lot of magazines, and 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 that's just a that's just a truth. And then you go to Amanda's mother's house, <laughs> and she has. So many magazines, it's and true. so many of them are design magazines, it's true. and magazines we don't get here. Yeah, like Southern Design, Sun- Southern Living. Yeah, so we'll we'll have and and some home ones. Yeah, I don't even. There's know. so much. There, it's so it's better homes and gardens. Too. It's so fun to to look at magazines that you don't have access to. We spend the whole week just reading her magazines. One of my favorite magazines to read are British celebrity magazines oh really yeah because a lot of those celebrities we don't know who they it's are true and so you see these it's scandalous true. magazine uh scandalous things in the magazine yeah. about these celebrities that you don't know and who they're they like are. really tan and they have weird nicknames for right. them and they're like like who are these i remember that that's actually one of the things i remember when i first moved to france because i would get english literature but it'd be british usually and mm-hmm. it would be is it hello hello Hello, hello is one of them, sure. The sun, or it might just be hello. Maybe it's hello. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And it'd be like, one page would be like the royal family scandal. And you'd be like, right. okay, I know them. And then the next page would be somebody else, like, is visiting France or whatever. And then the next page would be like, the day-to-day life of this couple. And you're like, I have no idea who they are. And it's, it's, um, it's such an amazing thing. Um, Fred Armisen talks about it. In his drumming special, 
when he, you go to a different country and you watch somebody on TV and they're doing like a live show and they're huge and you've never heard yeah. of this person. And alternately, we have that experience in Canada. There are some bands uh, still to this day that are huhuge in Canada, huge and, following, yeah. and never really had Took that off, following yeah. anywhere else, especially not in the States, with really wonderful music. That sure. we know. It's such a weird secret thing in a way. Uh, and for a while, that was Bare Naked Ladies, and then they broke through, as they say. Right. One of my favorite things to do when I'm in different countries is, especially if I don't speak the language, is to watch game shows mm. in those countries mm-hmm. are my favorite favorite thing to do. Our honeymoon that we spent on a private island in the Dominican many years ago. It sounds like... like, I know it sounds so luxe and it wasn't. But it sounds like a private island like as if we own it or... Yes, our private island. Well, we owned it. We pretended we owned it for that two weeks. We were on a resort. Yeah, it's a resort that it just happens to be a resort that the only thing on the island is a resort. Right. So it's almost like its own little... Not town. It's only a little resort, but you have sure. to take a boat to it right. from the mainland. Anyway, in Samana, uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, anyway, and uh, there wasn't much to do. It's the longest I've ever done a vacation like that. And sure. We were both, to be honest, quite bored. So we did a few things on our honeymoon out of boredom. One was we watched a lot of game shows, and there was Italian game shows There on was TV. an Italian game show. There was a German game show because they had channels from different countries for the guests who are in that resort and I think like two o'clock we would always watch this Italian game show I don't even know what it was called I can still taste the Snickers bar that I got from the gift shop every day and the orange crush that I would drink while I watched it and it would just be a lineup of people yeah and it went on for like three hours and yeah it was a long one and the contestants would have to guess the person's occupation. <laughs> and they had a list of occupations. And it's like, are, is he a lion tamer? Is he, is a, he a mail carrier? Is he a medic? Yeah. Is she a esthetician? Is she a firewalker? And they would, the number one thing they would do? They would, the contestants would, would call the person from their podium to step down and they would say, can I see your hands? And they would look say at Say it the, in Italian. I'm not going to say it in Italian. That's so melodic. It puts me to sleep when you speak Italian. It puts your. I'm not here as your dancing Italian monkey. You're here to put people to sleep. Okay, but it's a melodic way to put people to sleep. People don't want to hear that. Yeah, they do. Okay. Well, I can't remember how they said it. I mean, just make it up. I think they said, "Dami le mani." I think they would say, "Like, give me your hands," and they would, and they would. they would look at their hands, and then they would guess. It was amazing. So, yeah, we watched that. Another thing that I started doing out of boredom on our honeymoon was I started finding out the schedule of people's weddings because oh. it was a private island. And so a lot of people go to get married there, and I'd be bored. I'd be like, there's a wedding tomorrow on the beach at 4 o'clock. And I wouldn't, like, go to the wedding, but I'd go near the wedding and, like, hang out and watch it just for pure entertainment. Uh, yeah. I like literally was like, babe, you want to come come to the wedding? And I started crashing other people's weddings she, yeah, she as a weird lurker. We should also say that we we probably spent too much time on that resort. It was a two, two week, weeks. Two weeks was when, too long. When you're busy people and you're used to running around and everyone said, oh, the wedding will be crazy and you'll want to just relax. I think there's a lot of merit to that. Sure. 
the three magazines I had on that island, I read cover to cover. Right. I became I began a love of shoes because I read a whole thing about Louboutin while I was there. And then we watched this was a long time ago, it was twelve years ago, we watched both seasons of Rome because we bought it in the the airport gift shop right. on our way there. There you go. Yeah. Well, Amanda, that's coming to the end of this episode. So thank you for bearing with us. I want to apologize to everyone from Charlotte, North Carolina. We actually have a dear friend who's who lives oh, yeah, there. That's true. And I think it's just because you and I have had a very busy day and we're both pretty pretty You know what? I thought zonked. it was in North Carolina and then I thought no, it's the one you don't think. Tricked myself. You tricked yourself. But I don't apologize to HGTV because I'm a massive fan, or Adrian from House Hunters International. If anyone who knows, I'm a real massive fan of. If anyone knows Adrian, who bring her to us. Bring her to us. Tell her we're big fans. We just want her to say awful things about our budget while we look at apartments in the Marais. That's all we want. Here's do. my thing: if I could be in Paris at a restaurant drinking fine wine mm-hmm. and Parisian food. With Adrian. I know. At some point in my amazing. life, I would be a very and happy man. And that woman loves Paris. Like, that's the thing. She loves it. She knows it. She knows it. She loves it. She's stylish. She's cool. Adrian, man. We love you, Adrian. I got to figure out her last name. Okay. Well, folks, thank you for listening to our show All today. about Adrian. All from about Adrian. Center's International and, Paris episodes. And Georgia and so Sweet specific. Tea. So grab yourself a sweet tea. Yeah. And I want to hear how you make your sweet tea. Yeah. So follow us at The Insomnia Project on social media. If you want to email us, feel free to do so. Drumcastproductions at gmail.com. I have a feeling people, someone's trying to get a hold of us. Oh, really? But what they're doing is they're using the review, the Apple review. So they're giving us five stars and writing hi. And then I got one that says five stars and it says hello. Okay. So I have a feeling they're trying to get a hold of us, but they're going about it. Oh, wow. Not necessarily. Well, listen, they're, they're giving us a lot of Maybe five star. from another world. They're giving us five star reviews and saying hello and hi. So. I'll take, well, hello and hi back. Hello and hi and back. And listen, I'll take anybody's bets if anybody wants to put some money down on who's going to win Rock the Block. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, until next time, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for taking this journey with us, and we hope you were able to listen and sleep.